This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to Orlando area or Disney Resort free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com and Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. If you can't visit the parks, have the parks sent to you. And by MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show! Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 179 for the week of March 26, 2017. Happy anniversary, honey. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are back once again this week with a full house. Keith, Scott, Matt, and myself are all here, and we're not going to have a vote to have scott in this week just because he did a a fairly good job with last week's show so scott there'll be no vote for you this week so thanks for coming on Uh, i was ready to filibuster for three days Uh, (laughs) it's a good thing we're not doing that i like that backhanded vote of confidence you gave him there yeah he did a fairly good job Hopefully everybody enjoyed that, and if anybody has last week's episode, if anybody has seen the documentary, uh, let us know or, and let us know, let us know your thoughts on it. So uh, the guys did a, a fairly good job in my absence, and I was digging myself out of the snow and drinking hot cocoa with Malibu coconut rum in it to stay warm. So mm-hmm. that's where I was. But... That's all behind us. Scott, I believe you have some iTunes reviews for us. So why don't you go ahead and tell that to us now? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sean. We do have (laughs) we do have two new five star reviews on iTunes. Our first one is titled Perfect Disney Podcast comes from Mouse World ADV. And he said, I have finally decided to leave a review for ETTP. With the passing of Alan, I never thought adding the Dixie Landings people to the show would make them better, but it has. Alan is sorely missed, but the chemistry between the hosts now has certainly worked. They bust on each other, and it makes listening to the show a lot of fun. Keep it up, boys. I love listening. And our second one. So you talk about backhanded comment. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. (laughs) Good thing we ended our show, I guess. (laughs) You guys can still go back to it, right? Uh, I I don't think Mallory talks to us anymore. Sorry. And second one is titled Always My Number One Disney Podcast comes from Ashley PP. And it said, I listen to quite a few Disney podcasts and every once in a while I find myself deleting them midway through because of repetitive content. Not this one. The guys have such great camaraderie and I really enjoy shows when they do a hypotheticals, $40 to eat all day, etc. It's a great break from the news that we get on every other podcast. The guys express their own opinions without going on unnecessary rants. Keep up the great work, gentlemen. 
We have no repetitive nonsense at all? Well, there is lots of nonsense, but it's not as repetitive as we try and keep our nonsense fresh. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think just for her, we should do a news show. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of Disney podcasts that do news shows. Hear that Wishes is ending? No, I didn't (laughs) know that. Wishes. (laughs) Wishes. So is that joke going to end when Wishes is gone? No, I don't think so. No. (laughs) It can't end. It'll be fake news. <laughs> uh, speaking of news, did you hear that Disney's adding a fifth gate? What? Yeah. No one of the one of the rumors that night. Not I'm, not. I'm joking here. That's fake news because because Keith brought it up. But one of the things I did hear a strong rumor indicates that uh, the security checkpoints in Magic Kingdom are going to be moved back away from the front gate. So uh, I'm how here. far back in the water? Like, yeah, some people are going to be in the water. If you go into, if you jump into the water, you get in a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I've heard rumors that it's going to be brought back to TTC and also at the resorts. I'd kind of be shocked if they did that at the resorts for the monorail. No, there's no way. There's no way. But they could do that. I know they are building cana- canopies. I think canopies over by the buses in that area over there to add put security over that way. Yes. So. I mean, it would be good if they get it away from the the uh, the hub there, the the or I guess you, I guess you would call it the Esplanade, right? To get it away from the front of the turnstiles, that would be good. Right. Yeah, but well, can you just think how congested it's going to be? I mean, it's bad enough when the buses come in and it's busy, but now you got security on top of it. It's just going to be a congestion nightmare trying to get out of the buses. Well, it's bad when you try to get into the park. It could be. It's always. It can be backed up to the buses on certain days. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I guess there's really no way to do it because that park wasn't designed for all that when they originally opened it. No, it wasn't. Right. So they might have to fill in the water with with dirt. Have just pushing security checkpoints. Uh, it's just pushing you to the uh, express busing, <laughs> which won't be uh, express when everybody uses it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> just have it set up in the monorail and on the boat when you're coming across. So that way, it's already done. Right. There you go. <laughs> all right. So let's take a quick break here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's short time. Here are your 25 questions to answer before time is up. Don't fall out of that noble perch, it's Perch Talk. Hey guys, I am here at the River Roost at Porter Leeds Riverside with our good friend Chris Bean, also known on the Twitter world as at Run Sasagula. Good friend of ours from the back in the uh, good old days over at Dixie Landings Radio, and uh, a good friend that has been through us from the very beginning of that, and has come along with us into the Tiki Hut. And we're going to do a perch talk here while Yeehaw Bob sets up. So uh, there's going to be a little bit of noise going on, but hope you guys enjoy it. So Chris, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, go ahead and start. First question: Favorite Disney World theme park? Epcot. Favorite land in Magic Kingdom? Fantasy. Favorite souvenir? Oh. Mouse, mouse gear sweatshirt. There you go. Favorite quick service? Oh, Riverside. Favorite table service? River. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Via Napoli. Nice. Favorite on-site hotel? I gotta go French Quarter. Nice. Favorite show? Favorite show? You know what? I'm hedging. Yeehaw Bob. Favorite parade? Uh, Festival of Fantasy. Favorite fireworks? Wishes. Favorite Epcot Pavilion? Not 
the Canada Pavilion. <laughs> I, I'm going to go Mexico for sure. Good. Favorite time of year to attend Walt Disney World? It's March. Monorail or ferry boat? Monorail, monorail, monorail. Favorite thrill ride? Monorail? <laughs> Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Dole Whip. Favorite Main Street shop? The Emporium. Favorite princess? Tiana. Favorite prince? Naveen. Favorite Disney song? Oh, you know what? Put on your Sunday clothes from Wally. Nice. Favorite non-Disney movie? It can be Lucasfilm, Marvel, any of that. Shawshank Redemption. Well, that's not Disney. It has to be a Disney I brand. Think, it's not Disney. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> it can be like okay, Pixar, a new Star hope. Wars. A new okay. hope. Favorite sweet treat? Oh, the carrot cake at uh, Riverside. Favorite street performer or band? Uh, oh, what are the dudes on Main Street? Dapper Dance. Dapper Dance. Ten seconds. Least favorite attraction? Least favorite attraction. Um, oh, jeez. It's a small world. <laughs> ah, all right. We got almost all of them. That's two minutes. Sorry. You're good. Don't be sorry just because you're Canadian. All right, so thanks to Chris for that. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and stay tuned for the next installment of Perch Talk. And we are back from break. So one of the most fun things to experience in Walt Disney World is some of the live entertainment you get to see all around the parks. Whether it's the streetmosphere performers or those performing on stage, it's all a whole lot of fun. So this week, we're going to talk about our top three favorite performers, street performers, stage performers, whatever it is, live performers, as I say. Um, and we're going to discuss some of yours as well. So I know this is partially... Um, a topic that was brought up by, I think, Kevin a couple weeks ago when he was on, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so we, we thought about doing this portion of it and then pretty soon doing another one. We talk about, like, literally the stage shows uh, at the Magic Kingdom, like um, the Tiki Room and things along those lines. But now we're doing we're going to focus ourselves on live performers. So we're going to start with our top three here. We're going to do our top three, not start with our top three, but we are doing our top three. So with number three, Matt, where does number three fall for you? Number three for me, I was trying to come up with something that hopefully we wouldn't all repeat on. And it kind of made sense to me because I know Alan had made reference to this guy and he's something that's, I guess you could say somewhat overlooked and people will just walk past them. But the piano player, I believe his name is Jim that sits yep. at Casey's yeah. corner. He is amazing. Just take a few minutes just to stop and listen as you're blowing by to your ADR or going to Adventureland or whatever. It's perfect. I mean, just sit there and just to listen to him, grab you an ice cream or a hot dog or something and, and just sit there and, and listen to him play. Yeah, he he was actually sort of on my honorable mention there because Magic Kingdom has got so many great performers throughout the park that the one at Casey's always stands out to me because I don't know how many times I've eaten there and he's been performing here. It's the same person. I've never seen anybody else perform there besides him, but I know there is, I think, one other person that does perform there, one or two others, but I've only ever seen him perform there. And it doesn't ever feel like Casey's unless he's out there performing. And it's just so much fun seeing the little kids run up to him and whether or not they want to try to play or not is one thing, but they're all so interested in what he's doing 
And uh, he's such a friendly guy. I've had so many great conversations with him, albeit short, because I don't want to disturb him too much. But it's a it's a it's a breath of fresh air when you're sitting or sitting there eating or waiting to go into Casey's and grab something to eat. And he does a lot of interacting with the guests, even when he's playing, and he'll make sure that he acknowledges everyone. And he's a lot of fun to sit and watch. Agree. I, I love the fact that <laughs> that like on his piano, it's. I don't know what part of it. It's basically like a huge mirror so he can mirror. see yeah. behind him so he can like mm, interact yeah. with everybody. I think that's just, I guess, genius, but that just seems like, you know, probably something basic that Disney was like, oh, well, let's do this so he can see whoever's standing around him. It's also right. creepy, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like if you're just like sitting there staring and you're not sure who's creeping up. Yeah, that's probably a safety concern, too. But Right. So, Keith, where do you fall on at number three? Well, for my third, I chose the Festival of the Lion King, which I know is a popular choice, but it truly is one of the best, if you want to classify it as like stage show, but it's more than that. But if the music is spectacular, the singers are just amazing. Um, they do interact a lot, the gymnasts or whatever they, <laughs> you call them. It's just an overall excellent show. I do give it extra points for being indoors. <laughs> which is always nice. It's a nice, cool place to sit to and uh, take a load off. So, um, yeah, um, so my third choice, Festival of the Lion King. Go ahead and admit it. You pick it just because you like making the animal noises in there. I do. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a war dog through and through. I can't help it. You know, it's funny for me. None of mine are actual shows in, in the respect of like, those, those big stage shows just because we really never have – sat down because I, I just hate a lot of times I just hate waiting in the lines waiting to sit down and sit in a show for 20 30 minutes and I'm, usually the seats aren't too comfortable so I hate that aspect of it but I do want to go to see some of the shows whether it's um, Nemo or the Lion King one of these trips maybe on this next one we'll sit down and see it it's worth it I mean I, I could see if it was just a uh, like a retelling of the film, mm-hmm. it wouldn't just really be that appealing, but it's not. I mean, it's almost like a Cirque show with a concert. It's really fun. Right. And I've never seen Lion King on Broadway, but I know so many people say this is Broadway type quality. And it's definitely one of the shows that I almost always have to go and see when I'm there. But it's like you said, it's nice that it's air conditioned, but the music alone is incredible. Their costumes are great. And I always love watching the Tumble Monkeys. You know, Lion King is the only show I've never seen on Disney Broadway show I haven't seen. So uh, we just never got around to seeing it. It wasn't, I don't know why I never did. I mean, I was like, always enjoyed the Lion King movie and the music. So I'm just kind of surprised that I didn't do it. I haven't seen it either. It's it's come through uh, this area a couple times that I've, my wife and I, we've seen a few other Disney Broadway shows and we both have left going I don't really care for it. So we just, <laughs> whenever it came through, we just never went to see uh, Lion King. Hmm. Hmm. So since Scott doesn't want to say anything, I'm going to give my third one. Now, <laughs> this easily now, the old welcome show in front of the train station would yeah. probably have been my favorite one. But because what? that has been dismantled, destroyed, and thrown to the castle with such a, a smaller cast of characters that um, it's not going to be on my top three list, but 
number three, I am going to keep the general Streetmosphere performers still in there, whether whether at their at Epcot at Studios or at Magic Kingdom. I'm just going to group them all together. But primarily, that's I'm a gonna, cop that's out cheating. Well, listen, Pick one. Come on. I primarily, that's I'm, a typical listen, Sean I, No, no, you didn't yeah. let me finish. You need to let me Beer's finish. Beer's a snack. No, too, no, right? no. I'm just. I just <laughs> said that. generally. All the Streetmosphere performers I'm putting in there because they all deserve credit. But my favorite is anytime I get to interact with um, the mayor or um, or Smokey. Uh, I can't think of the bear. No, not Smokey <laughs> the bear. He's not Disney. Um, I forget his name, but Smokey the the fire uh, the fire chief. I, I love interacting interacting with those two characters the most on Main Street. They're so much fun. They always have uh, great stories to tell you, and I've get I've been escorted by the mayor to the Starbucks. Uh, I asked him for a good cup of coffee, and he brought me to Starbucks, and he told me about how it's changed so much on Main Street. Where <laughs> uh, he was just funny the way the way he told it, and it's just fun interacting with them. And I just like to give them a lot of props, and I think just people should spend more time talking and interacting with them. I've never actually um, talked with him, and I've always wanted to. It's just I've never like had uh, the chance of doing that. So it's like I want to make sure and carve out, you know, the time and maybe like stalk him or something, and uh, <laughs> I can run him down. So if I warn you, it's not actually stalking. So <laughs> I believe he was Smokey Miller. I think that's his name, Smokey Miller. I think it is too. But yeah, I'm that's not- an excellent choice. I- I've never personally interacted with the mayor but i do love watching him when he's out and how he interacts with everyone else it's just he's one of those characters that's so true to life of really puts himself in there like you said just the story and the background of main street and where he comes from is incredible yeah so mine is going to be uh my third favorite is any indoor stage show oh see now this is a cover you, I mean, did. I, you mean I can't? You mean I can't follow your rules on that? No, no, no. Mind, I listen. You said you just said the, that your favorite was favorite any. stage shows. Um, I'm gonna pick one as my third one. That's gonna be uh, Finding Nemo. So Finding Nemo the musical, mainly the Big Blue World that's in there, and the the song that Crush sings. I can't think of it right now, but great soundtrack to that one. And to take a, a movie that's so maybe you can call it classic Disney. And the way they've done it with their their characters, you you really are watching the puppets and not even the people that are doing it. It just it's it's it just blows my mind how real they put you in there and you don't even realize what's being done in it. Yeah, that is true. Was that the song? Yeah, it is true. Like uh, the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, it's a bunch of puppets. I don't know if it. Like I wasn't sure um, how they could pull it off, and within five or ten minutes, I did, like Scott said, you don't even see the people anymore. It's a really excellent show, and it's another one uh, Sean should bow and see because it's really well done. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say that that's my number two anyway. So we can go ahead and just throw that into the list there. I mean, it's it's by far my favorite actual show. I. I've seen Festival of the Lion King. It's okay. Uh, but Nemo is one that I'll go to, you know, multiple different times to, to see and, and everything and really enjoy the, the show and everything. It's a longer show, too. I mean, it, almost like a half an hour. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. decent length show. So just expect that. That's when you're walking in there that it's not just, you know, like a 10 minute show and then it's off to a fast pass. It'll take some time, um, but it's worth it. Lots of sitting and air conditioning. Yes. Especially in Animal Kingdom. Can't beat that. 
All right, so um, I guess with my number two, I'm staying uh, in Animal Kingdom, and uh, it's no shock that, that the Buradika band uh, is is my well, I shouldn't say it on my absolute favorite, but it's one that that um, I do always every trip I make a point to see them. It's very energetic. It's fun. There's lots of people that are dancing in a path or street that's right there. You can get yourself a seat like at a Dawa bar, get a drink, and watch the show if you want. You can also find them on iTunes um, under Wasalu on there. But yeah, it's just a fun time. Yeah, I like their CD. Mm-hmm. I do. I do enjoy listening to that. I do. I threw that in once in a while. That's uh, it's so upbeat. It's uh, energetic, feel good music, so you can't go wrong with it. You can I mean, anything with African music. If I'm ever wanting to you know, listen to something different than kind of everyday music, I'll always go to an African CD or African radio station. I just love the, especially the drums. But what's fun about the Burdika, not just them, but seeing the people dance and and learning the traditional African dances with them, I think that's always cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have to regretfully say that I have not seen them before so what <laughs> yeah, they're, we're, we're they're worth checking out matt i mean i want to to stop and see them you know grab a drink and, and take it in but it's we're normally you know we're in hit safari everest grab lunch on the next park so it <laughs> we, we just don't really spend a whole lot of time in in animal kingdom i'm right there with <laughs> you we're not my kids aren't big fans yeah. of zoos or anything like that so it, it just it just we don't. I just don't spend a whole lot of time there. Even on our next trip, I don't even know if we're planning to go there until Pandora. Yeah, it normally. Opens up. I don't say it normally consists of. Hey, come look at this. Okay, that's great. What are we doing next? Right, exactly. That's how my <laughs> kids are. Yep. So, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number two, we're going to go over to Hollywood Studios, and probably my favorite. What is my favorite animated? Disney film, and that is uh, the Little Mermaid stage show. There, I love it. I, I, you know, you got some live performers singing. Granted, it's a little bit dated with some of the the laser effects inside the <laughs> the show, but a little bit, uh, a little dated. But you know, it's still it's still it still comes across and it works. And I, I just absolutely love the music in Little Mermaid, and I've enjoyed seeing that show many times over the years, and I've. In the past, I've dated a girl who played Ariel on that stage show, too, so that's probably a little bit why I like it so much, but um, <laughs> it's, <Ew>. uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. It's just a fun show, and I just love it. I love the film, and listen, you go inside, it's air conditioning, you relax a little bit in there, listen to the music, and then you go back out into the park, but uh, it's fun. Like you said, the it dream is Dream of those younger days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dream of those younger days. Dated or not, the music is still timeless. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I could not disagree with you more. I've seen that show once, <laughs> and that's enough for me. Even my wife, who is a huge fan of The Little Mermaid, we saw it once. She's like, okay, I could care less if we ever come back and see this again. So, I bet you if she dated riding- Ariel, she'd like it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask her that one. <laughs> There's a Dinglehopper joke in there somewhere. I just, I'm just not sure if I want to tell it. But. Well, if you have a Dinglehopper joke, go ahead, Keith. Oh, no, it's okay. This is a family show, and I don't want to have to put an uh, explicit uh, explicit warning underneath of it. But 
I've seen the show and it's not a favorite of mine. I do enjoy the film and I like the, the soundtrack to it, but it's not like it's one of the shows that we like have to do. But I'm kind of like 50-50 on it. Um, it's good, but it's not like I carve out time in your day for good. But you can admit it. You're just jealous you didn't date Ariel. That's all. That's fine. Yeah. You keep telling yourself that, buddy. <laughs> well, for my number two is one we've already discussed, so I'll, I'll go quickly. But it was the Festival of the Lion King is my number two. Got to stay in that park. All right. Once again, the Animal Kingdom is looking like it's the clear winner here. <laughs> so far. Now we're down to our number one. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Is that a boat motor or a drum? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a didgeridoo that's gone bad. <laughs> um, Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm up. My number one, uh, I'm going back to the Magic Kingdom, and I'm going to say the Dapper Dans. I love oh, watching. Yes. Did I get you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Not me. I just love of watching course, them. Of course, going to be difficult. You know, the way they change it up for, for holidays or special events. And, you know, they, they put their spin on some of the, you know, pop music and everything. So it's it's just something enjoyable where you can just, you know, stop. And it, it always amazes me, too, when you're coming in the park or leaving and they're you know, out performing. And people literally will just stop right in the middle of Main Street and listen. It's, they don't very often keep walking around, right on past them. They'll stop and listen to what's going on. And I love it when they're the cadaver dance. Yes. Oh. I've never seen them. Well, you're not a Disney fan if you've yet, never seen them but, yet. Well, <laughs> I've seen them on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, Matt's over there being, I didn't see the, the cadaver dance either. Uh, no, I, I have seen them. So, Oh, you have? Okay. <laughs> and I don't that. sound like Forrest Gump either. Well, yeah, you I do sometimes. <laughs> I drank me about 45 of them cheer wines. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> thanks. But uh, it's one of those that classic just Disney on Main Street just ties it all into the time period. I just love the, the comedy aspect of their shows, too. It's like the singing is astronomically good, but it's how they interact and joke around and make jokes and like the facial expressions. And it's just it's one of, the, of those things that, like you said, you just have to stop and watch them. I don't understand how people just walk past them. I don't. It, I can it, tell it, you why. Because FastPass has created a culture <laughs> of people I, where all they want to do is go <laughs> and get onto an attraction. And they don't want to take the time out and see the beauty that's around them. They just want to run to the attraction. And listen, we're all guilty of it. But a lot of people don't even know those things exist. So, <laughs> But you have an di- hour. Like... Yeah, but you, they could like be standing in front of their face and be like, why is there... I, literally, I've heard it before. I've heard somebody say, why are those people singing on Main Street? I should say, I think they said, why are those those guests... Not guests, but why, yeah, literally, why are those people singing on Main Street? They didn't know that they even worked there. <laughs> Did you walk up and just like smack them right across the face? No, a lot of times I just I just leave the stupidity alone. It just it just It's just better off. The one thing I've always loved about listening to them is... Not only do they have the great voices, but they plug into the, you know, the audio of Main Street itself. So they they carry throughout, and it, it echoes off the buildings. Yes, true, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. 
<laughs> Scott, what's your number one? My number one is one that I've been known to go and sit and do nothing but watch these all day, but I can't go to Epcot and not see the Voices of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. They, yeah. And the fact awesome. that they've got such a, a huge uh, collection of songs they do and they're always adding to it. I have every single one of their, their CDs and just getting to know them personally after the shows and everything else as well. They're, they're so humble and love what they do. You getting to know all about you. (laughs) Wow. Yes. (laughs) It's a good thing you failed on that. uh, Try out for them. Sean's in the voices of communism. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Keith. Uh, I, I love Voices of Liberty. I'll put a little asterisk beside it. I want to hear them do their actual songs. I don't want to hear them go up on stage and do covers of, you know, Disney songs or other stuff. I mean, it's it's still good, but it just is not Voices of Liberty to me. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to do um, a little bit of Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Teen Spirit. I mean, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think all that snow is like starting to affect your brain. <laughs> Cabin fever's really hitting them hard. Yes. <laughs> We're sorry, folks, for Sean. We apologize. The voices of Liberty are just, it's amazing. And, and the patriotic songs, if you don't get chills like standing there as they're singing, then you should check your pulse and make sure <laughs> that, that you're still among us because it's just amazing. I just love the fourth of the show that they do for the fourth and stuff is really good it's just it's a wonderful show also the acoustics in there it's amazing too so it's a really good show it sure is (laughs) it sure is all right so we have some listener responses to this as well so let's head on over to that Uh, oh here we are yeah all right our first one comes from of course give me the one with the hard name paul tower nikki and Paul says, Aladdin at DCA, it was such an amazing show. The genie and carpet were hilarious. I wish it was still there, and the venue is beautiful. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but it was my absolute favorite show at, at DCA when I was there. Second one is Jared Pitzer. He says, great moments in history, but just the American parts. That's that a really that show funny is? show. The Muppet show that's yeah. at the Magic Kingdom. Ah. You know, so you, if, you if you went to the go to the Magic yeah. Kingdom, you would. I was thinking of uh, great moments with Mr. What is it with Mr. Lincoln. No. Oh, yeah. You're That's wrong. why. Um, <laughs> and our third, <laughs> third one is from Daniel Lee Frankel, and he says, People watching, which is always a classic. Yes, it is. That's a show all in itself. Um, <laughs> at least Johnston and Katie Forsyth say, Oh, for the Festival of the Lion King. And Kay Pern says, uh, The Frozen Sing Along, um, which I've heard is actually funny. Haven't seen it yet, but I have heard it's a pretty funny show. Hey, Matt. I still need, Matt needs to go see it. Hey, Matt. Yes. Do you want to build a snowman or ride our bikes around the hall? Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That show is hilarious. That was an honorable mention for me. Uh, Moving on. uh, Jeff Haithcock (laughs) said Festival of the Lion King. Uh, Andrea Roberts said Beauty and the Beast, Frozen Sing-Along, and the Burradika Band. And Morgan Soto also said Beauty and the Beast. I don't understand the Beauty and the Beast, but more power to you. <laughs> it's because the movie's out. Yeah. 
Next, Lindsay Hall, Lion King. Then uh, James Jamie Price is a Finding Nemo. And then Steve Yadda, or you do, Hoop-de-doo. <laughs> Next is Doug Kilgore, Legend of the Lion King. Christian Ovsinik also said the Hoop-de-doo review. And Dallas Prothro, Festival of the Lion King. Megveg said Fantasmic. Amy the Lundquist said uh, the Festival of the Lion King. And Michael Sullivan said, what's it, Superstar Television? Which I have no <laughs> idea what that is. Oh, Superstar Television was the that best. That was old one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was the, that's the studios that. back in the day. Oh, okay. I'm going <laughs> to have to check that out then. Oh, yeah. That, that was some good stuff. Wasn't sure what that was. The studios you get back in episodes in, of the Golden Girls. Yeah. Golden Girls, you had Tool Time. Oh, I Love Lucy? I think it yep. was. They did this was, episode with the, the, the conveyor, belt. conveyor belt. Yes, yeah. That was back when the studios was awesome. I mean, that was that was a full day park plus. When they were actual the studios. Yeah, studios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So over on Twitter, uh, Carmen at Peas and Carrots 3 said, Indiana Jones, but not too often. She's not a big show person. Understandable. Uh, Cameron Edgar at Disney Dad 73 said, Festival of the Lion King. And Diz Counselor Dan at Diz Counselor said finding nemo the musical uh then you have a uh, theme park duo that goes by at theme park duo right now it's the magical map which of course is in uh, disney uh, uh dca um then uh, brenda rothstein says lion king for sure and uh cindy levin says finding nemo the musical for sure and next is jeffrey abatello at abatello festival of the lion king peggy lee peters at peggy lee peters beauty and the beast and Ollie Glass at Ollie320Nemo Musical is amazing, but have also really enjoyed American Music Machine Epcot the past few trips. Just do the last one, Scott. And finally, Kim Linkletter at Miss Kimmy13 says, Love the Lion King. Thanks, everybody, for your responses. We do appreciate it. So that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Resort. For more information, please visit KingdomStrollers.com. Check out Mickey Monthly to have magic from the parks delivered straight to your door. Visit MickeyMonthly.com for more information. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized magic band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. You can use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20% off your custom order at MyFantasyBands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought about the show. Head over to EnchantedTikiTalk.com or Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk.com to leave a comment about the show. You may email us at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com and leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. Check out our store at redbubble.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream, mouseworldvacations.com, and mousepros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dolip Daily and check out at Main Street Cards on Instagram as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at mholly579. Don't forget about the Tiki Trot. And Alan, that's about all i got to say about that. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Keith, you just disappeared on us, and I, I thought maybe 
you were gone for some reason. So I had this whole big spiel I was going to do for your name too, because I wasn't sure if you were going to be there to do your social media. I had a great thing going ready for you, and now it's ruined. Why would I not be here for the social media part? Well, I don't know. You disappeared when it was your turn to, to speak. I did? Yeah. I didn't know he did. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Where did he disappear to? I don't know. I've been sitting here the whole time. He disappeared. It was his turn. He didn't talk. And I was going to have something funny. I'll have to save it for another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's really got that cabin fever. Let's be all the <laughs> Jersey smog. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.